0: Hey, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is where you are. Welcome back to uh, Movie Chats 101. It has been a long time, uh, but we are back. Uh, ready to go uh, and we're changing things up a little bit. It's going to be, uh want to introduce you to uh, Gary. Gary's been on the show before but it's going to be mine and Gary's show now. We're going to do a podcast all about films and maybe a little bit of TV and stuff like that so it'll be a mixture of stuff but uh, without further ado I'll introduce you to my fellow co-host uh, Gary.
1: Good evening Squire
0: evening evening um so yeah i mean yeah we've i've been gone for a while had a bit of a break but i'm back full speed ahead ready to uh give you uh as many regular episodes of this as possible we're kind of gonna jump straight into it today we've got kind of a lot to talk about with obviously a lot of stuff that we've not talked about previously uh and kind of a lot a lot in regards to because there's been um we're at the beginning I suppose, of summer season. So it is just movies galore at the moment, especially with last year, uh, we've obviously lockdowns and and cinemas not open and this is the first year I suppose we've had where we actually had uh, summer blockbusters back um and the summer season started so we'll we'll uh, we'll jump kind of straight into it really um about this but we are, we're gonna just jump onto some of the films we've seen recently so um we're gonna do a little bit of talk in regards to uh Morbius a little bit about the new Dumbledore film uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Coda because I think uh, what you'll hear from this podcast is every podcast you'll probably be hearing about me ranting uh not ranting raving about how amazing uh Coda is uh talk a little bit about Sonic and a, a little Bit about some of the other films we've uh we've seen but um i suppose let's uh let's jump into the uh the most interesting one the one that's dividing everyone the most um morbius uh now i know gary gary got to see this before i did i was just a little bit i was uh i had tickets for opening day and then i saw the reviews come out <laughs> and i just like i don't normally go off for reviews but i was just like no nah, fuck this man like like 16% on Rotten Tomato. But
1: uh, Gary, Gary, you you enjoyed it, didn't you? I enjoyed it as much as I could possibly enjoy it. But the thing is, it was just, the writing were pretty terrible to be Mm. fair. Yeah. I think it got a lot of stick, I think because Jared let over in it, even though I thought the part he had were poorly written, but he portrayed it well. Um.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. He's not the problem with the film, though. Jared Leto's not the problem with the film. I mean, like, the role itself, they could have cast anyone in that role. And, you know, it's not like Jared Leto brought something to the role, but it's not his job to do so, the fact that the script's not written very well. Like, I I hate to bash films and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm sorry for the people that did write this film, but, you know, it just, you know, it was a bit... The script was just, like, uh, a formula that we've seen a million times, And probably one that you probably we probably recognize back in the days of uh uh the 90s/slash/naughties uh Marvel films (laughs) that used to come out, uh, even though they are part of our childhood, they were they were a good bit of fun, even though they were a bit terrible, they had something going for them, but
1: there were just so many open ends though, as well.
0: Yeah, I mean. So let's see, this film's been pushed back, I think, about four to five times. Some of that due due to COVID as well. I mean, the trailer, I think when the first trailer we got, I may be wrong, so obviously, you know, uh, people are more than welcome to correct me uh, if they'd like. But um, I think the first trailer we got for Morbius was back in like probably 2019 or something like that, or uh, at the end of 2019, going into 2020. And obviously, it's no one's fault there was a global pandemic. So obviously, they didn't want to uh, uh, rush doing this, but obviously this film is supposed to come out before uh, Spider-Man way before Dr. Strange uh, and certain choices. I mean, um, I mean, we will be getting to a little bit of spoiler talk in regards to this. So if you don't mind us talking a little bit of spoilers, then, you know, uh, that's cool. But if not, maybe skip ahead a little bit and, uh, and uh, move on maybe from this, but I feel like, you know, if, if we hadn't had these kind of films uh, like Spider-Man and, so Dr. Strange coming out obviously with this the whole kind of uh multiverse opening up, but you know, certain things they it seems like they were trying to go for certain things
1: but it just didn't work. Do you, you get what I mean? Yeah, like it's just I think they could have improved it so much more. And the fact that it's been pushed back that many years, they could have looked at it and thought, right, we've got a bit more time to actually go back and change a few things yeah. and tie ends up, but they just evidently haven't done.
0: But that's the thing, I think, because obviously as well, including that time as well, like it was supposed to actually come out in January um, and then they pushed it back to uh, April uh, to do reshoots. And the reshoots they'd done were the after credit scenes with Michael Keaton. Uh, and they're just like, what's the, like, the, the point? So Michael Keaton's in this film. And as you, you, you'll know this anyway, if you've seen the trailer, but the bits you see in the trailer aren't actually in the film. The Michael Keaton scenes that are in the trailer aren't in the film.
1: They never just, actually noticed that. Yeah, you?
0: they're not in the film at all. Even the bit where Morbius is running away and there's a spider man behind him on a wall when it says "murderer," that's not in the film either. That that uh. that was just, and it was just to lure people in, I think, a little bit because everyone was thinking, "Oh, you know, we're gonna see Andrew Garfield. They're gonna make Andrew Garfield's universe and do a Andrew Garfield." So everyone was getting getting hyped up about it, but that wasn't the case. And I think with this, like, you know, the reshoots were done between you know January and um. April, and they were stuff for you know Michael Keaton, and the thing is that that doesn't make sense in itself because if anyone's seen Spider Man again, spoilers if you've not seen Spider Man, the new one, but the people that were getting sent back were the people that were getting sent back were people that weren't from that universe, but Michael Keaton is in the Spider Man, is in Tom Holland's universe, so why the fuck is he being sent back?
1: What? There's just a lot in that. The, yeah, they haven't actually looked back on and thought, right, that works, that doesn't. They're just like, yeah. we'll do it. because It sounds pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, like, don't know about you, but I think like, the 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 best part, the best part of it is, is Matt Smith matt smith
1: own. completely saved that film
0: yeah matt smith's good like he, he's he's good in it you he, know he's having fun with the role he knows what he's doing even though some bits are cheesy as fuck like the little dancing and stuff like that he's having fun with it and you know he's yeah. having fun with playing a, a, a an evil person and um he uh he plays an evil person in um in uh the film a film that came out uh last year or oh, this year i've lost track of what you um what we're even on? What are we on? Are we in uh, no yes. Yeah, so the last year it came out, and that was uh, last night. Uh, the last night in Soho, uh, Edgar Wright film, and he had loads of fun with that. And it seems like he's having a lot of fun with playing baddies, which is which is good seeing again. You know, Jared Leto's not the problem with it, like you said.
1: Yeah, I think as this is going to sound a bit off as well, but he's got he ain't got the face for a good guy either. He's no. got the face and the look of a villain. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I think I think that. Um, and, and the way
0: that he, he does the personality I mean I never I never got to see him as Doctor Who so I can't really compare him to what he was like as Doctor Who but uh, I think he has a good way of doing the uh, I think the only other film I've ever seen Matt Smith in was a um a zombie film which I can't think of the life of me uh, where he's talking to a zombie like actually like actually having a conversation with him I can't it think of the life of me what it was called but
1: It was Pride and Prejudice than Zombies was it
0: Oh he's in that as well isn't he No it's not that, it's a different zombie <laughs> film uh, he's in that I forgot about that as well he's in that but yeah um i mean one thing i do want to catch up on actually here when we talk about more BS is obviously so i wasn't a massive fan of it I, to be fair truthfully for a co- for like a a comic book film i found it really boring like i know yeah. loads of people have problems with venom and venom 2 like venom 2 is all over the place a little bit but the thing with venom 1 and 2 is it's it's fun um tom hardy that's a perfect role for tom hardy hold john's great it's fun is it's not the best film in the world it's a good bit of fun it's not amazing but it's just fun like you can stick it on i can have fun with it oh you know there's a motorbike you know chase happening here and you know he's ripping people's heads it's just it's just and it's funny as well but with morbius it's just b- boring yeah they want much to keep you no drawn in no they 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 you know they had like plots that went nowhere. Uh again, this is all down to the reshoots. I think that I think it all I mean look, it's 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 nowhere near as bad as the Fantastic Four we got a couple of years ago, the reboot. Um was just I, I never watched that because of the reviews. Fucking dreadful. And it is like the it is the worst reviewed um I think Marvel, maybe even comic book film ever made. Like, it is just dreadful. The thing is, that's not the director's fault. That all comes down to the fact of when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, i.e. when producers try to get involved and try to change things around and all that kind of stuff, that's that's the problem there. And it's a bad yeah. film. And apparently, the, the, the set, the working on the set was bad. Like, people were turning up drunk and left, right and centre. Oh, apparently, I wasn't there, obviously. But, I mean, like, look, it's not bad. It's not like, it's not that kind of bad. It's just boring. There's just nothing like, you know what I mean? There's no, the, the there's not really any action. And it's a story that we've seen a million times, a, a, two best friends and one of them turns evil and the other one has to deal with him and, and, and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, it, it was nothing, you know, I, I knew it when I was going in, to be fair, the, the trailers, you know, gave a lot away anyway, but yeah. What I, what I do want to jump on, actually, I want to get your opinion on this, Gary, is so we're, we're going to talk a little bit in regards to two things with Morbius. First, we're going to talk about the Rotten Tomatoes scores. So, in regards to Rotten Tomatoes, obviously, everyone I would hope that everyone knows what Rotten Tomatoes is, but Rotten Tomatoes is a, a page where it, it sums up all the critic scores and the audience, uh, critics' uh, reviews, and then the audience reviews, and it gives you a percentage in regards to how many reviews were there and then what negativity and the negativity and like the stars, and it, it goes up the percentage, okay? So, obviously, uh, is, you know, one of the best films ever, and it's a fresh rating. I think it's anything below, like, 60 is, like, a not a fresh rating. It's, like, a rotten rating. (laughs) But with this, um, Morbius at the uh, Well, uh, let's check the updated figures now, actually, to be fair. What I've got on my side uh, is Morbius being uh, 17%, so rotten. So 17% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and then the audience score being at 70.
1: I'll see what mine's at. Let's have a look.
0: Yeah, mine's showing 16%. So it's now 16%. So when I checked literally two days ago, (laughs) it was at 17%. It is dropping. So at the moment, it's 16% on Rotten Tomatoes for Critics, and the audience are giving it 70%. Now, like, it's it's strange isn't it do you not think like that's super strange like have have the critics just i mean like i didn't i did like I said I, i've already said that i didn't enjoy the film but have critics just you know have they lost their way in regards
1: well, like, to this like, like looking at i'm looking at a couple of the reviews from critics and it's like, like some of them it's like yeah. uh Plot from the Daily Beast, just put, not the epic disaster we expected. It is, however, generic as hell. And mm. it is, but then, like, if it were just the riding theme, Batmobius wouldn't be fun enough, but it's not. Like you say, I think that comes back, like you say, Venom 2. Mm. It wasn't a great film at all, or it's a fun film that's easy to watch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, I'm looking at some of the, uh, the audience scores here, and people were, like, saying it's the best movie of all time. I've just seen that one. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, each has their own opinion, in it. But like, literally, it says someone's put Morbius the the is the movie of is the movie of all time. Need I say more? A little bit, yeah. Like,
1: well, it's like this one here. Best movie of all time. Love the action, the characters, the ending, and the post-credit scene are the best I've seen in all time. How can that be the best post? Like, has he not watched Spider-Man with the new Doctor Strange? And yeah, everything like that. Right? That's if, that's crazy. The best, if that's the best film he's seen of all time, I, I feel sorry for the lad. But I think this, this
0: is a strange thing because if we, even if we go back to um I can't remember what film it was now. Um it may have been um uh, it may have been like I don't think it was Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was yeah, I think it may be well like so it's like Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder always gets a, a shitty go at it, and like the reviewers the reviewers always give him a lot of shit like it is like loads of shit but the audience scores like justice league the zack snyder's cut of justice league is like 70 percent on rotten tomatoes but audience scores like 94 percent. even though it's like still fresh it's, it's a massive diff- it's still a 20 20 percent different 24 percent difference i mean not as crazy as the fact that uh it's 70 but then i suppose critic doesn't mean everything because if we really look at this, again, it's down to everyone else's opinion, but a film that I think I know most people love, uh, Step Brothers, if I'm correct. Do you like Step Brothers? It's an amazing film, isn't it? So on Rotten Tomatoes, at 55%, it's rotten. Oh. But that's what I'm saying. Like, have the reviewers lost their way are they going into films expecting this to be you know like I'm not I'm not defending Morbius in the slightest because I found it boring as fuck to be fair and I, I'm I'm sorry for the people that made it but just found it really boring I just felt like there's nothing to it but or, or, you know a reviewer's is going into uh this film um you know with um expecting it to be like you know the best film ever made or you know because it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. I just, how can critics be so far away from normally the audience Audience score? It just makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah, if, like if they were close, you'd think, Yeah, fair enough. But when did yeah. that that's that's a massive difference fat there?
0: Fat. Well, look, one thing, one thing we will jump onto because we talked about this before we started actually today. And I think this is, oh, I think this is a really interesting one to talk about actually. Um, and it's the fact that so we had a conversation about this. So just just gone. I'm gonna talk because it's really hard to find information in regards to British box office. It normally comes all internationally, okay? But America is a massive market because obviously it's Hollywood, massive market. But when we came to Morbius, okay. Morbius Morbius, so this is the second week it's come out, the second week we've had it in America. I think it was last week, okay it dropped 74% in its second in its it, from its first weekend 74% it dropped it's, it got 10.2 million on the second weekend obviously it's still a lot of money but 74% drop let me put this into perspective okay that's the worst drop in any Marvel history. And I would say Marvel in regards to MCU. I'm talking about Marvel, Marvel in general. And I think that would even include MCU anyway. I'm not saying it's an MCU film, just Marvel. That's the worst drop of any Marvel film um, ever in history. Uh, the only thing that ever came close to it was X-Men The Dark Phoenix, which again was a another garb, another film that was just not very good. Um and that was seventy one point five percent, but it dropped to 74 percent. I mean, but yet yeah, we've got these audience scores that are really high. So is
1: you know what? What do you think's do it? What do you think's causing this? Like you said, it, it's funny because like it's had such a massive drop, but mm. yet it's been rated massive, like at a decent level mm. from the audience. So to me, it doesn't tie in because if it were rated that good, why has it dropped so much? Exactly. Like, um, that video link that you sent me when it starts, it was saying out of DC and Marvel, the only film that did worse on the second week drop was Steel with Shaquille and Neil. Yeah, it's a Shaquille film. Yeah, I didn't even realize he'd done one. Yeah, he did a film
0: back in the day called Steel, which is uh, uh, uh I think it's something to do I, I don't know the history, I don't know, I don't know, in so I might be wrong, but I think it's something to do with a, a certain Superman storyline. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, Shaquille O'Neal was in a superhero film, guys. Uh Shaquille Neil, the b- basketball player, is basketball, isn't it? Yeah, he's basketball, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so the basketball player, Shaquille O'Neal, was in a superhero film called Steel. And uh, out of any other comic book film, like, like Gary said there, DC, anything like that, that was number one at 78%. So the second weekend, that was 78% drop-off. Morbius, though, is a, is a reasonably new film. You know, we've got... Uh, this big push behind comic book films at the moment and um it, it you know i had a little bit back in the day but nothing like what you see at the moment where everyone's really looking forward to the next comic book film and it's it's only four percent off only four percent off difference you know what I mean just
1: it shocked me like obviously the film I thought it won't it won't grip but it will watchable I won't rush back to watch it but it's like I didn't think it had been that bad in terms of figures. Yeah. I mean, I thought like, I thought like because
0: of the success that Vernon had, I thought that it would make, I mean, to be fair, look the budget, the budget for um, the budget for Morbius isn't, um, isn't a lot. It's not a massive budget in regards to, I'm not talking about a massive, budget, I'm talking in regards to actual movie, mo- like actual like big movies. So it's 85, yeah. 85 million. Okay. Not, uh, but that's the box office. Sorry, tell a lie. Where is it? Let me. I'll actually get this information up while I talk. But it's not a massive one, anyway. So here we go. So the budget is between seventy-five and eighty-three million. Okay. To give you a, an example on um, on that, the the new Batman film. Okay. Uh, the budget for that was one hundred eighty-five to two hundred million.
1: It's it's uh, near well, it's near enough double, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Exactly. So that's what i'm saying to yourself so you know look it's made it's it it, it will be it will be either breaking even or will be making its money back because the first weekend i think it got something like uh i don't know like uh like I don't know I can't remember it was like 40 or 50 million it got on its first weekend so it, you know it may break even Morbius to be fair it may break even it may just get a little bit over but it's not gonna be the success that Sony are wishing for well it's not not gonna be a success but it's not gonna be the type of success that Sony are looking for because they're now opening up this spider-verse where they've got a Venom they've got no Spider-Man but they've got Venom out they've got this they've got Kraven the Hunter coming out They've got um, Madam Web coming out, um, you know, loads of Spider Verse, and it's all about the villains only. So, yeah. pff, I mean, I don't think Sony are caring too much because they've had a massive success with M- with with MCU, with Marvel, with you know Spider Man just, just happening, and then also had a massive success with Uncharted. So it's not like they're losing out on any money.
1: No, like like you so say, I think. Because of how low the budget was, I've just read in like in the first day alone it made seventeen million.
0: Yeah, so seventy
1: million. Yeah, so you know it's made it.
0: It's it's gonna make its money back, maybe a little bit over, but I think with the massive drop that we've seen, I can't imagine seeing it in cinemas for a lot longer. No, and it makes it worse for Britain as well because in America it's a PG thirteen, and over in England it's a fifteen. So, obviously, PG-13 in America, you know, uh, pretty much anyone can go and see that shit. I mean, to be fair, anyone that's like uh, full t- uh, like 13 or 14, no, sorry, like 13 or 14 can go and see an R as long as they're with a parent anyway. But this is a 15 over here, so it's not getting a lot of the business from, like, younger viewers that it would get. I mean, when I went, um, it was me and one other person in the cinema. What do you know? I don't know about you, but
1: it was me and one other person in the cinema. See, as were probably, our, it was a small cinema room, but it was about yeah. half full. Okay. So I'd probably yeah. guess there were 35, 40 people there. Well, so I'll move on to the next bit then. So
0: th- this will lead on to it actually quite well. Is I think one of the other reasons it's dropped in America so much is so um, last week or two weeks ago. So at the same time that we got Morbius, so two weeks ago uh, or week and a half ago, whatever, we got Sonic 2. And I went to go and watch Sonic 2, and I really, really had a great time of it. Like, I played the games when I was younger, loved it. Um, and in the cinema there, the comparison to Morbius and that, it, the cinema was nearly full. I was like, no, I go to the cinema quite a bit, and I normally go, I try to go at times when it's not, like, that busy, because I like to have a cinema to myself. But the the screen was full to the point where I was sitting next to people, like, sitting close to people. It was very busy. Yeah um and so this will lead me on to my next thing is so firstly i'll say i really enjoyed sonic and if you're a sonic fan i'd re- and you've not seen the first one i'd recommend to go and see the first one if you like the first one i think you'll really enjoy the second one as well i think it's really good And i like how they're actually building up to like an actual sonic verse sort of thing so it'll be interesting to uh to kind of see that but this is the thing so obviously sonic's just come out in america uh this weekend gone okay yeah uh it made seventy two point one million in the opening weekend. Please, it's, you know. it's the sixth highest opening for uh, for for Paramount's film history, um, which is which is huge. You know, you've got to think Paramount. You know, they've they you know they've made you know loads of massive films. Like, do you know what I mean? Like some really really big films. It's like the sixth highest paramount paramount's history it's also now officially the highest grossing uh f- um, highest grossing video game opening in america
1: but it's also a thing as well isn't it the most successful release like first week release of jim carrey's it is, is. yeah
0: so not not adjusting for inflation but it, as it stands it's the highest opening for jim carrey in the u.s and you've got to think, Jim Carrey. You know, especially in the year of like 1994, he had like three to four of the biggest, biggest comedy films ever, ever, ever made. He, he was one of the most successful actors. In the world. I mean, even uh, Bruce. So this has taken over from Bruce Almighty. I think it has. Um, Bruce Almighty is one of the biggest comedies ever, uh, ever and stuff like that. But if you think about, it, you know, Jim Carrey's been out of the spotlight for a little bit of time. And the fact that, I mean, obviously this this isn't just down to Jim Carrey. This is down to the fact that Sonic is a huge. Uh, interesting franchise, and the first one was going very good. But I think it does come down to a little bit of Jim Carrey. It's showing that people people
1: do want to come out and still see Jim Carrey and stuff. I like. I've I've not seen it yet. I'm going to be watching it over the weekend at some mm. point. But it's, like you say, he is one of the bigger pulls for the film. Hundred percent. But I think even without him, it, from what I've read, it still would be a good successful film. It's just it's just mental to think that that's his like highest grossing of all, film of all his career. Like, is, like it, you say, apart from inflation. But. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it is crazy to think about it. Like, it just shows that, um, you know, people, uh, and well, even even in, even in regards to video games, it shows that people haven't lost hope on what I think a lot of people, and even me admittedly did a couple of years ago, lose hope on actually getting a, um, a, a decent video game film. Because yep. there have been some fucking shocking video game films.
1: I think the last one that I watched
0: must have been I'm Uncharted. Thinking.
1: You ever seen Uncharted? am like before Uncharted though. Like, yeah. I think the last one I watched was the first Sonic film. Yeah, but, but before that, I can't remember. That's the thing.
0: I, that's the thing I love about the first Sonic film is, so if you if you remember. I, I hate to go back to this time, but if you remember when COVID first started uh, and the movie theaters were, you know, you, you know, COVID was around January, February time and people were worried what was going to happen, lockdown stuff like that. Sonic was the film, the last film to be released in the cinema. Yeah. And did really well in the cinema due to the fact that obviously what, everything that was going on. I mean, even, I remember even when I went and everyone was freaking out, masks and uh, I was trying to isolate and stuff like that. The cinema was still very busy then. And now we, I find I find it quite fitting that now not we're, we're coming out of it because we're not we're not coming out of COVID it will be around for a long time but coming out of the we're fully kind of coming out of the restrictions everything seems a lot more calmer than it was and we've got Sonic 2 and it's doing just as good yeah so I think that in itself is just shows that comic book films aren't dead I don't uh, Not comic book films um uh, video game films aren't dead I think there's
1: a chance for them I do um like you say going back to Uncharted I thought that were a fantastic film yeah I enjoyed it I thought it was a good bit of fun like I
0: I was really worried about the casting choice because um well what I'll say now is I Uncharted is probably one of my favorite game franchises ever Uh, I've, I've put a lot of time into playing uncharted a number of different times and uh i didn't really like the casting choice for either actor but uh when i went in i had a massive screen i had some popcorn and i sat back and i turned my brain off and i relaxed and I had a good a bit of, don't get me wrong it's, it's a an adventure film like india jones i've seen a million times but do you yeah. know what it's a popcorn film it's what movies are about do you know what i mean sometimes don't get me wrong it's lo- it's awesome when you get like a movie that is like you know one of the best films you've ever seen in your life, sort of thing. But it's nice to have a film like this where it's like it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's doing what it's doing, it's doing what it sells on the tin, it's make it's it's giving you you know movie entertainment.
1: Yeah, and I've just remembered what the last video again film I watched before. Sonic... Oh. Tomb Raider 2018. Oh,
0: that, yeah, that, that was interesting, that was, wasn't it? That I was thought very it was bad. shocking. No, I know. I mean, no, that's what I mean, like interesting. Yeah. That, that <laughs> was interesting. No, that was dreadful. That was. But again, that that, that had the other problem of um, this is a game that I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the newer games are like 18s. Yeah. And it was a 12.
1: Exactly. So they can't go into full depth. That they would.
0: Not that I'm saying that ratings come but, down to, I'm not saying that certifications come down to everything. What I'm saying to yourself is, if you're trying to advertise to, like, let, let's take it like this. So, uh, God of God of War on PlayStation is a really, really fucking violent game. Yeah. Actually, let's even go. Let's go further. Grand Theft Auto. If they released a Grand Theft Auto film and they made that a 12, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying certifications come down to it. you don't, no. meet, but I'm saying. If you're close to the source material, then you're going to get that certification, and that certification's there for a reason.
1: Yeah, like you said, the thing is, like, sort of, Tomb Raider, the games are in 18. Now, that film, we're 12. Mm. So, a lot of the audience, like, I know kids play games that are older than what they should be, but a lot of parents don't let them. So, it's like, yeah. they're not going to have a clue what they need to expect yeah. From a 2 a film, and everyone else who's played him were like, well, it's pretty shit, really, it? and let's be fair. And that's the one thing I, th- I was a little bit let down with Uncharted is I wish I'd gone a little bit more adult with
0: it. Uh, and stuff, but uh, like, realistically, I suppose, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't, because Tom Holland's uh, done uh, in, in, in the past two to three years, he's done two adult films that are both 18, uh, Cherry... Yeah. Uh, and the de- the devil all the time or whatever it's called uh both streaming films both 18s uh again it doesn't come out of certification but i'm saying like m- you know with spider-man coming out i think they're trying to obviously get hit the get the crowd that comes to see tom holland and a lot of that is a younger crowd which I can understand completely but um yeah i really enjoyed sonic and i i recommend that you know especially with easter coming up now there's a lot of a uh, lot of choices in the cinema uh and i'll choose sonic 2 over the next film i'm gonna we're gonna talk about next uh is fantastic Beast 3 um now look i didn't mind the film i thought it's insane like for me I'll, I'll say this so when the first one came out i wasn't really looking forward to it i just was like you know the harry potter franchise is done they've ended it don't really need a prequel don't really know to need to know what characters are like beforehand i'm happy the way that it ended okay um came out went to go see it in the cinema really enjoyed the first one thought it was like really different like very magical and it was just good like i enjoyed it a lot um because it was doing what it, you know had the side story it had the main storyline but it was doing like the whole fantastic beast thing i liked it, thought it was interesting then the second one came out and the second one was uh not good that was bad um from what i remember and i've not seen it in a long time but from what i remember of the second one i found it um i found it extremely boring um because it's about a two hour 40 minute film and it just didn't interest me and if, you know for example this is where the audience and the uh reviewers agree quite a lot on rotten tomatoes 36 percent for reviewers and yeah 54 um, but yeah the second one was a bit boring um it may be controversial due to everything that's going on in the news at the moment with the trial. But um, one of my favorite things about it was Johnny Depp in it. I thought Johnny Depp was good in it. I like him as a villain. I just like Johnny Depp in general, to be honest. Um, and the, obviously the, uh, the uh, American guy. Now we get on to the third one. This is the third one, isn't it? That we've just seen, isn't it? Yeah. So. <laughs> hmm, I mean, like, look, it, there were certain scenes where I was very entertained and I was enjoying what I was seeing. And like, I think I said this the other day, my favourite part of it is uh, is the American guy again. I'm going to get his name up because I, I can't keep calling him the American guy. Uh, Dan Folger. F- 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 Fogler? Fogler, I think. Fogler. I really like him. I think he's a good actor as well because he's also in um, he's also in The Walking Dead. but uh, well, he was in The Walking Dead. I haven't seen his character in ages, actually. and I can't remember if he's dead or not, but that's a different issue anyway. Bloody Walking Dead. I really like <laughs> him in it. I like his relationship with Queenie as well. I think it's quite good. Um, Eddie Redmayne was good in the first one, and he's still good as the character. But they don't really give him a lot to do in this one. I, I don't feel like they give him enough, anyway. No. Um, and like, I just like. So like, the the main problem, the first problem I have of it is the advertisement behind it. Okay, so the advertisement behind it were like oh, you know, Dumbledore's going to die. I wonder, you know, oh, we got to kill Dumbledore. And it's like, well, Dumbledore obviously doesn't fucking die because he's in the fucking Harry Potter film. So he obviously doesn't die.
1: And I think that's the issue with prequels, to be fair. You know
0: yeah. the outcome. Yeah, exactly. You know that the bad people aren't going to win because you'd live in a world where the bad people were in charge. So you know they're not going to yes. win. Um, there are parts of it that were fun and magical and... Uh but oh, I don't know, it just feels like I'm it feels like it's getting beat with a dead horse. What's the saying? Is it beat with a dead horse or I
1: think so? I think it is I. Uh, but like, do you know the most concerning thing for me is gone? You know, through the Harry Potter film that like Rindlewald dies and he didn't die in this film, so they're gonna fucking drag out another.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that fucking irritating as shit. That but the thing is like so it's not come out in America yet. it's only come out in Britain they're saving it for this Easter weekend that we're getting some gathering they're going to get it I don't know I don't know what it is in America at the moment. I don't know if it's Thursday or Friday I, I don't know how the time works there but it's come out it's come out in Britain already it's had 128 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes already at 55 percent uh, for uh, down the rotten side of things okay um, you know at the moment worldwide so this is Obviously, Britain and anywhere else that's released it internationally, it's at fifty-eight million worldwide. Um, will it do well in America? If the reviews are continuing like this, I don't think it will do very well in America. If I'm honest with yourself,
1: I think um, it'll flop more I think, than the second one.
0: Yeah, I think it will. And and a lot of the lot, I don't know if you've seen this as well. A lot of the headlines I'm seeing are like a case of, you know, the Fantastic Beasts franchise is in trouble. In, and uh, do you know what it comes down to is? I really like the Harry Potter films. Um, yeah, I have so many people that will put up like statuses on Facebook saying, "Oh, you know, Easter week, uh, probably this weekend. It's an it is a very Easter thing to do because you're with your family. Stick on a film. Even it's a very Christmassy thing thing to do as well. Stick on Harry Potter. Do a bit of a marathon of Harry Potter. Everyone, you know, everyone does that. But I wouldn't turn around and be like, oh, do you know what? I fancy a little, uh, fancy a little bit of a marathon of Fantastic Beasts. It doesn't. It's not the same. Like.
1: It's, it's like, oh, you know, I right, love, I've got to go watch paint, giant bathroom. Yeah. It's it's like, just... The thing is, go on. like, obviously, it was written by J.K. Rowling and Steve Cloves. Mm. And you look at the films he's done, he's done, obviously, the other Fantastic Beasts, he's done, he's all the other Harry Potters, mm. the amazing Spider Man, and then he just. they just. And the Fantastic Beasts are shit.
0: Well, like, the thing is, like. But yeah jk rowling has written one of the best you know book best most loved and one of the best books ever uh, in history in, in a generation we you know we're probably not going to get that again um but i don't i don't think she i don't think she's amazing at writing scripts i don't think it's all down to him i think it's a little bit to her as well i don't oh, think definitely. amazing at writing scripts so um, um yeah i mean like I don't know, like, look, the film itself, okay, is it's a two-hour and 25, 30-minute film, okay? And then with adverts, you've got to think, of, you know, you're sitting there for another 20 minutes, okay? And the film is just... I mean, no characters have really moved along, have they? Like, there's no development in any of the characters. No. Um... And there was, they were trying to do a lot of fan service in certain parts. And oh, don't get me wrong, I love fan service. When certain things happen in Spider-Man, I was going fucking mad. I was having the best time of my life. But I don't know. I just, I just feel like they didn't really fully know where they wanted to go with this film. It got a little bit boring. Um... And, you know, like, I was really happy uh, with the fact that, obviously, Mad Mickelson's in it. But it was something I will talk about. And I want to, I won't get too much detail because I don't want to, you know, get into any, like, fucking uh, die, you know, deep subjects or anything like that in regards to what's what and everything like that. But I think it's a shame that they did get rid of Johnny Depp, in my opinion, because I think he was really good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they did it for certain reasons. We won't get into that. Um, But... Like, there's not really any, like, so like, we'll give you, we'll do an example. You've seen all the Harry Potter films, haven't you? You said this already? Yeah, numerous times. So like, we'll, we'll just do one example that I can think of. So the scene in like, Order of the Phoenix, where Harry's chasing after Bellatrix is strange and like, uh, like does a, a bad, a, one of the shitty curses on her. Um, and then Voldemort shows up and Dumbledore shows up as well. And they have this like, fucking awesome. Fucking battle between each other in the Ministry of uh, Magic, and it's fucking awesome. It's really cool. That would a
1: fantastic scene, though.
0: Yeah, it's a great fucking scene. And then there's a couple of scenes in this where Dumbledore's about to have a one battle with someone, and then they go into this weird, like, white
1: universe thing yeah do you know what it reminds me of uh, have you ever played assassin's creed yeah it's when you wait and
0: put level to when you waiting, <laughs> so, so this is this so if you've not seen the film already or if you've already seen the film you may understand what we're talking about so imagine and if you haven't played assassin's creed just imagine you're playing this game called assassin's creed and while you're waiting for the level to load your character is just in a white background like a bloody computer save screen bit just waiting. And anytime Dumbledore, I think the, I don't think he does it twice. Maybe he does it. He fights, he fights two people. And every time he does it, he goes into this weird, fucking, stupid world of fighting. And it's just, and they don't even really fight. They don't really do anything. There's no like, there's nothing like that. And it's just a bit like boring. Do, do you know? Like I said, the, one of the best things about it is obviously, like I said, the American guy and, and obviously the person that plays Queenie. Their relationship's really good. I found the crab bit really funny yeah um, the bit were fantastic. i thought that was very funny but that's my sense of humor my sense of humor is you know someone impersonating a crab it's so stupid and simple but it makes me laugh um but the rest of the film's just boring like i felt like i was just sitting there for two hours and 20 minutes and i was waiting for f- certain things to happen and then also I don't, let, let's get your opinion on this i find it so weird they were like the bat the the country that uh, the country that decided to uh give uh to, to, so this is a spoiler. The country to the country to give uh, the bad person asylum to make him. Oh, don't worry, you're safe with us. They did it the Germans.
1: It was very fucking SS Hitler one. Yeah,
0: in it they were trying to make like the German, like German Wizarding world, like uh, equivalent to like the like they like
1: oh you know a little bit of SS hint. And then I'm just like, what the fuck's the point? Yeah, well when it came on, I said to Jade, I'm like, they basically set it on 1940s Germany. Yeah, and I was like, I don't need.
0: I've not come to see a Harry <laughs> Potter film to like have hit, like uh, subtle subtle hints towards World War Two. I've come for like. <laughs> a fucking reasonably decent storyline with a little bit of magic. And it just fucking didn't get any of it. Yeah, it was a it's probably the film for one of the films. I'm like, I'd say I'm, I'm always saying I'm the most disappointed about because I don't know what I was really expecting to be fair, because the second one wasn't very good, but part of me was like, Oh look, they've cast Mads Mikkelsen, Mads Mikkelsen's awesome, but Mads Mikkelsen, there's no problem with Mads Mikkelsen. He's a good actor, but well, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking of doing with the film, but it bored the fuck out of me. And I mean, look, it's not it's not as boring as Morbius. Like Morbius, No, it's not that bad. <laughs> Morbius is extremely boring. Uh, and like I said, there are parts of what I did enjoy, but like it's not on the same like maybe maybe it's the same like when you know when they released all the Hobbit films. I do enjoy the Hobbit films, but you can't compare the Hobbit films to the Lord of the Rings films. No. Can you? You just can't, because the Lord of the Rings films are you know, uh, in more recent history, been been voted the Fellowship of the Ring keeps get nominated in, in any magazine I see or thingy. The Fellowship of the Ring keeps get nominated the best film ever made. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? Like you can't you can't compare that to that, and it's I suppose it's the same. You can't compare Fantastic Beasts to Harry Potter because they're not on the same level.
1: No, and I I don't know about you, but I think it right like, in the first five minutes of the film, I I was sitting in when I turned around to Jared and I am like. What the fuck? When Dumbledore came out that he's gay, like not yeah. against gay people, but I'm like, really? Yeah. It, well, like when I would tell the judge, like, it, it's quite obvious from all Harry Potter films. I'm like, is it? Yeah. Well, like, again, no, no nothing, nothing, no offense to anyone or
0: anything like that. I have no problem with it. Like, you're more than, but uh, you know, do, do, do character development is always good. And I think you need to, it's good to, like, this is the one of the things I said by Make Change the Subject completely is uh, program sex education is so well written for, like, a number of different like people uh, it gives opp- it for everyone yeah it? it gives the opportunity for everyone i think it's great and a couple of years back jk Rowling did mention the fact that uh on, on a tweet i think she mentioned that uh dumbledore uh, uh was gay and stuff like that uh but i, I mean I, I only remembered it when obviously he turned around and said that but i uh, i don't feel like and there's no problem with it i just don't feel like the Nothing, nothing really. Like nothing. It's not like they, they did it in the Harry Potter film sort of thing. Uh, but one of the things I do find quite funny is that well, obviously with that um, the news, obviously, and this happens all the time. Obviously, with the Chinese release, that the, uh, any scenes uh, where Dumbledore is uh, uh, hinted or mentioned that he is uh, obviously um, in favour of um, Grindelwald uh, in that way, um, they they banned it in in China. So those scenes have
1: been edited out in China you know so but the thing is though like you edit that scene out and then the little locket that he's got with both the blood in how's that going to make sense yeah exactly it doesn't it doesn't make any sense like when it when it came out and they were like oh i've always loved you blah blah blah. yeah i thought well end of day if it fair enough but what's the need for this and then it came out with that and i thought well, that's the big link that you need. If you don't ask that, that
0: makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Where they de- get rid of it in China doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Um, but then, so I was talking to someone the other day, and I can't think for the life of me who I was talking to. It's uh, uh, someone who loves Harry Potter, and they were saying, "No, it's it's it, it is in the it is in the books, and it is in the." thing that him and Grindelwald had this like special relationship. And I, I never really noticed to be fair. But that's because I don't like uh make my go out my way to be like, oh that's noticeable. That's not I just like I just didn't pick up on it at all to be fair. Um yeah. which is which again that, that's a part of good writing itself in regards to that they're not trying to uh make it obvious but then this way you know they're not trying to make it obvious do you know what I mean? Aye at first. Well,
1: but well, I, on a bit of a different thing from the old uh Dumbledore. I'll tell you what I thought played a fantastic part as well. Ezra well, Miller. Yeah, I like Ezra Miller. I,
0: I really like him. I think he's really good in that. He's good in The Flash. And he's also very good, if you've not seen it, in um, Perks of a Wallflower.
1: No, I'm not seeing that.
0: It's very, very good, that film. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought he was really good as well. It's a shame that. Obviously, he's been getting in loads of trouble recently and people were talking about uh firing him off fire firing him off like the flash and stuff like that well, i think yeah. he got in some sort of fight in hawaii and someone put a restraining order against him or something but you know yeah no and you know i suppose it's not true what they say hawaii isn't all about relaxing it's about obviously going to bars and getting fights with people apparently <laughs> he wasn't fast enough to outrun them though was he way a little bit of a flash uh flash joke there only i found that funny but hey ho um okay so one of the last films i do want to talk about i know you've not seen it yet i i, I well, i'm gonna spend like five minutes on this very quickly uh because i do want to talk about it um quickly is coda um coda got a re-release recently obviously from winning best picture uh but uh, I'm sure that uh, you know, none of you guys know that um, Coda won Best Picture because of the whole uh, stupidity shit that went on at the Oscars, um, which was fucking irritating as anything. Um, but Coda is uh, an incredible film, it's got a re release recently, uh, in the cinema Coda has, and I, I think it may still be in the cinema. So if you see Coda in your local cinema, go and support Coda, you'll leave with, a, a, I think, an amazing feeling that you've just seen one of the best films ever made. It, I've seen the film now officially five five times, five, no, four times I've seen the film. I've seen it three times at home, once in the cinema recently. I've now even gone to the cinema and got a poster of Coda. Uh, and you may know it, like I said, from the Oscar Best Picture. You may not have heard from it about the Oscar Best Picture because uh, Will Smith decided to ruin the whole event. But that's another subject we'll talk about another time. Very passionate about that. Fucking took away from it. But the film's amazing. Go and watch CODA. Go and support it. It's the first ever film to have a male actor win, uh, a male deaf actor to win an acting award uh, in the Oscars. It's the first streaming film, first streaming film to win Best Picture. Beat Netflix, Apple TV did first streaming one. It's the first film with a uh, with a with a mainly deaf cast as well to win the best picture. Um, go and watch it; it's incredible. Like the 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 whole cast are amazing in it, uh, and I can't wait to see what um, the director do, director does next. Uh, can't wait, but that's that's what i'll say about coda i've already moaned about it uh, not moaned, told gary to go and watch it so uh, a lot i know he's getting around to it at some point but yeah Coda's is incredible go and watch coda it's it's amazing i can't rave about it enough it is just it is that good like i've not seen a film like this that's made you know i watched it i watched it well the first day i watched it i watched uh obviously that's the first day and then two days later i watched it again and then a week later i watched it again and now i've just seen it in the cinema that's how good the film is. It's it's incredible. Never never seen anything like it before. Very very good film and thoroughly deserved every single award it won at the Oscars. Uh, I'm so glad. Um, Power of the Dog, which uh, equivalent of uh, I should really call it the most boring film I've ever fucking seen in my life, other than well on on close par with Morbius to be fair in regards to boringness uh nothing really happened in that film i'm so glad power the dog didn't win all 12 awards uh, because it's just boring but yeah coda go and see coda it's amazing um gary's not seen it so i suppose he can't really talk about it but yeah coda
1: uh to be fair i am wanting to look look at finding it on internet if i can
0: yeah like i said said i've got um you can sign up to apple tv for uh for for a seven days free trial, Not right. So, or if you've got like an iPhone or something like that, they give you like a year for free. I can't remember off the top of my head, something like that. But yeah, fair. It's and obviously then you if you do sign up, you can you can watch Ted Lasso, which is fucking awesome as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Coda, it's amazing. So we're gonna get on. Oh, we've talked all about what we thought about these films. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll give a little bit of a roundup here. So basically, I think Morbius is boring. Uh, both agree that Matt Smith is good in it. Um, yeah, uh, Sonic Sonic Two, I fucking loved. I thought it was great. Remember, Gary's going to go and watch that on um, on the weekend. I think he said. Uh, I've got. I've got. Uh, some films come in which we're going to talk about next on the weekend um and then we both agreed that Dumbledore movie I'm just gonna call it a Dumbledore movie because it's the easy because it's the easiest thing to do but it wasn't anything special anything to write home about really
1: no it was just your average film no I won't slay it and say it was horrendous no. but I won't go on and say to people you need to go see it yeah it I wouldn't rush back I wouldn't, I wouldn't like I wouldn't rush back to see it and i no.
0: If it was on Netflix, I probably wouldn't put it on, to be fair.
1: No. I think the only time I'd ever have it on again is if it were on TV and remote the other side of the room and I couldn't be asked moving. Yeah,
0: exactly that. Um so yeah, uh, well, before we get on, like I said to yourself, that at the moment's at fifty-five percent. No audience score yet for this. I'm gathering that's because it's not come out in America yet, and they look at more of the American stuff. But you know, when it comes out in America, we'll see what uh, some of the reviews uh, come out about that, and we'll see how that will. We'll uh, we'll catch up, uh, up, up on this on future episodes. What we will do is we're going to do on every episode, we'll do a little bit of a uh, Rotten Tomato dive, and we'll see where everything's at at the moment. Um one thing I will say before we jump onto it uh jump onto the next part is at the moment well worldwide well box office of 2022 so this is films that have come out in 2022 not obviously Spider-Man that came out at the beginning of 2021 went into 2022 I'm talking about films that come out in 2022 the number one film of the year so far is The Batman uh, at 736.1 million Uh, so it's getting a little bit closer to that one billion that uh, The Joker made I think everyone's hoping that is the case and so we can get more of this Batman film because personally I loved it but we will do a podcast on The Batman at some point I think you've seen The Batman haven't you already or have you not
1: no, I've seen it. I saw it, it on the okay. release.
0: I did as well. So we will do a special podcast where we deep dive into Batman because it is coming on to uh, download and buy services soon. Uh, so when we do that, I'm going to watch it at home to see because I haven't managed to see it in the second cinema for the second time because it is a three hour film. So it's quite hard to do so to, to put aside three hours, to be fair. But when I get to watch it at home, we'll do a proper deep dive on Batman. We'll do a whole episode just on Batman, the Batman. But um moving on uh to the next part we're going to talk a little bit about what's to come in 2022 now we are already quite far into 2022 obviously we're in uh april now of 2022 i can't believe we're already in fucking april uh you know, tell me where's my fucking time gone um but excuse me got a bit of a hiccup there what we will be talking about now is we're going to talk about the mo- some of the like the rest of the rest of the year what we're really kind of looking forward to now what I see, what i will say with this is it's really hard to try and find out everything that's coming out because they, a lot of the time on on most of the websites a lot of the oscar films for next year aren't even on the bill you can't find them anywhere so i'm I, for me i'm going off blockbustery kind of films what i'm looking forward to to go and watch uh and then obviously, we'll do a later episode when we get closer to the Oscars in regards to what Oscar films we're looking forward to and who we're looking forward to be nominated. That'll be, obviously, later on, way later on in the year when Oscar season starts. And this will be Gary's first Oscar season when we do that, uh, which will be interesting. You can feel my pain when things win that shouldn't win, <laughs> <laughs> or when uh, fucking Will Smith decides to slap another person. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on swiftly. We're talking about most anticipated films. So, uh, Gary, uh, do you want to take the lead on this? Uh, g- give me uh, one of your first most anticipated films of uh, of 2022, and we'll talk about it. And I see it's on my list as well.
1: So for me, the first one is The Lost City. Obviously, these are in no order, but I'm really looking forward to The Lost City.
0: Well, I, I saw it. I was lucky enough to see it yesterday. Uh, in a screen full of people that don't know how to shut the fuck up during watching a film, just having general comments. I mean, I, I enjoyed the film, but I do want to rant and rave about this quickly. People that go to the cinema and pay to go to the cinema, why the fuck do they talk throughout the film? It just makes no fucking sense. Like, just yeah. why? And answering their phones as well during the film—that annoys me. Fuck it, I'm not at that before. I had it in Lost City last night. It's really fucking annoying. So I was like, oh, I, I'd call you after the film in the cinema. Who fucking does that? turn your phone just, off answer cunt yeah. excuse my language <laughs> sorry dad sorry dad if you're listening to this it just pisses me off um <laughs> fucking assholes but yeah people that talk throughout the film there's just no point like asking what's happening in the film you know just watch the film and find out innit? it yeah um but it's half term so i suppose you know <coughs> excuse me you know people bring their kids to it but um yeah i, I mean i love the film i thought it was really funny i'm not uh, okay Every time I say I love a film, it makes me sound like it's like the best film ever, a five-star film. Now, I really enjoyed the film. I thought it was really fun. Um, it's nice to see Channing Tatum back after taking a break. <laughs> Excuse me, after taking a break from acting, because I think the last thing he was in, Minus Dog, before this was... Um, do you know what? I'm going to get up before I actually embarrass myself.
1: So, yeah, I'm just having a quick look now.
0: Excuse me, sorry anyone's listening to that, but my throat... Um, I need a bit of water. Bear with me. Uh, okay. So That's Chanham Taken did take a break. Uh jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt was in one of the other people that took a break. So minus his little um uh minus America the the motion picture or like super or Lego movie two or anything like that. In regards to first live like live action film where he's not even doing a cameo, so obviously he does a cameo and free guy. Uh, obviously, sorry, spoilers, but Previous to that, his his last live-action film was uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle.
1: Uh, that was 2017,
0: wasn't it? So he took a massive break, and he's back now. Obviously, we got him in America, The Motion Picture, which, if you've not seen it, it's on Netflix. It's fucking hilarious. Like, really, really funny. It's from the guys that made... Um, it is from the guys that made uh 21 jump street 23 jump street into the spider verse as well they had some they had something to do with this basically uh also from the people that made archer uh you know uh, it just it's really funny it's like a, a a twist on a uh obviously the american the americans taking you know taking independence and stuff like that it's got a huge cast in it. Channel Taton's in it. Will Forty's in it. Uh Simon Pegg's in it. Andy Sandberg's in it. Uh loads of people in it. Just give it a watch. It's really oh, yeah. funny. I'd recommend and it. It's on Netflix, really funny. So yeah, so Channel Taton hasn't done anything since then. Uh and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really I thought it was I thought it was really funny. Uh I think him and Sandra Bullock had good chemistry in it. Um and if you've not seen the trailer already, I'm gavin you've seen the trailer, haven't you? yeah you know who else is in it daniel radcliffe yeah but you know who else is in it oh you know that you know have you seen the trailer where she gets saved? she sort of like gets saved you know chan Tatons with someone oh
1: yeah what's her name now
0: no it begins with a it's a guy oh
1: i'm not maybe you don't know then we won't
0: talk about that but it's a very good film Really enjoyed. Daniel Radcliffe in it as well. Daniel Radcliffe plays a uh, an interesting baddie with Napoleon syndrome, I'd say, because he's so small uh, compared to Channing Tatum next to it. It's hilarious. But yeah, do you know what? I think you'll really enjoy it, Gary. It's a uh, I think anyone else to enjoy it. If you like a nice, easy, you know, relaxing comedy, you want to go for date night or anything like that. Or I mean, I went on my own to be fair because. I, can't, I don't I, I'm not I don't have any dates to go with unfortunately forever alone <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed it I thought it was a good bit of fun channel Tatum's fun it's nice to see him back um it's nice to see him back acting uh, and doing comedy films again yeah Sandra Bullock's fun in it you know she is playing Sandra Bullock in it uh in most Sandra Bullock films but it's a good a good adventure it's a good bit of adventure good bit of comedy in it it's, it's a nice easy watching film and um yeah you know it's really really nice easy watching film. Should I say one of my next anticipated as well? Should yeah, I, yeah. Should we do, do one, 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 Yeah. Aye. Right. Okay. So, my next one I'm seeing tomorrow and I can't wait after work. Like, uh, yeah. oh, I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait to not work tomorrow, like, finish work tomorrow. I Unfortunately, I work a good Friday. So, mm. fucking great. Me, I mean, by the time the episode maybe come out, it may be already on Friday, to be fair. So, we're recording this on Thursday. But I am ecstatic. ecstatic. There we go. That's the word, ecstatic, for the Northman. Yes. Really looking forward to that. I mean, um, the trailer. I'm guessing you've seen the trailer, have you, Gary? I've only seen the trailer once. Okay, but it's incredible, though. Like it looks good, doesn't it? Like it looks mad. Like
1: it looks very dark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And at the moment, it stands at ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. At the moment, with seventy nine mm, reviews. So 79 people reviewed it. It's at 90% at the moment. It's got, I've seen five stars from the, I mean, I don't really listen to The Guardian that much because they talk absolute fucking Wally. Uh, But it's got a five star from Guardian. It's got a five star from Empire. It's got five stars from a lot of people. It looks amazing. The cast is incredible. Um, The director, I've heard nothing but good things. I've still not got onto any of his films in regards to The Witch or The Lighthouse, which I've been meaning to get onto for ages. I've just have uh, been trying to pile through my list at the moment as well as and I've just been I've just restarted Malcolm in the Middle as well which has taken up most of my time as well as the uh, Lego Star Wars game as well um <laughs> <laughs> I sound like an absolute child um but yeah now really looking forward to Northman looks absolutely just incredible like the the cinematography apparently is incredible in it as well so so uh,
1: like you say I think that's a film that a lot of people are going to rush to see as well and enjoy it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope people do rush to see it. To be fair, I hope um, people
0: give it the uh, the chance and stuff like that. Um, what's your next one, Gary? What's your next most anticipated?
1: That's it. They're not in any particular order, so okay. like, This one might might have actually slipped your mind. I hope it hasn't. Gone light light year.
0: Okay, so I did look at this for a while, and it's, it's not like I don't want to see this film. I will go and see this film. Uh, I think it'll be quite good. I like Pixar, and I do like Chris Evans, um, but I may have a bit of an unpopular opinion here. I didn't, and I only say this because sort of, uh, well, it's sort of same universe in regards to character and stuff like that. I really didn't like Toy Story 4. I thought Toy Story three ended things perfectly. I thought Toy Story four was
1: just so unnecessary. I well, see personally. I think they should have stopped at Toy Story two. Yeah, see a lot. I, of, I, st- I still watched them because it's Toy Story and the yeah. one of my favorite. It's my favorite film, but they should have stopped at second for me. Four were just horrendous.
0: Yeah, four just didn't like. Like, just I uh, just I don't know. It just what did it? What did it? What did it? What did we get? Do you want to, what, what did we gain from it? Nothing really. Uh, One of the
1: main things that pissed me off with that film as well, little Bo Peep, mm. because she'd gone from a toy and they've then made a ceramic.
0: Yeah, I know. It doesn't make no sense, that does it at all.
1: No, and then obviously spoiler alert, but the fact then that they split Buzz and Woody up at the end.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they did there. Like It, it was shit. Yeah, I enjoyed the third one quite a bit. Like I thought the way they ended it was quite nice and stuff like that, and I would be happy with them doing that. So that's the only reason why I'm a bit hesitant of of Lightyear. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it will be good. I really hope that it will be, you know, Pixar coming out with the, you know, because I suppose, what was the last thing? Um, Let's actually have a look. What was the last thing Pixar released? Because I feel like it was Coco. I know it may may be wrong. Let's have a look. Encanto, Pixar. Encanto was Disney I think, just Disney. Uh, I see Encanto is very good. I do like uh, Encanto. Yeah. I can't find it. Bloody. Let's type it in Pixar oh, movies. Let's have a look. Okay, so the last one they released was Turning Red. And, uh,
1: is that that little angry thing from It's the um uh, uh, fox thing. Oh, i right. I don't know if it was that little angry thing from uh, that film where it's all moods in a kid's head.
0: No, that's Inside Out. That's good. That is. I like that. That is a good film. Uh, Turning Red is a good film. It's just, I don't, it's not. It's just not aimed at me. It's it's aimed at um, you know, young uh female, you know, yeah. children. That's what it's aimed at. Uh, and it's not a bad film. And then previous to that, I think it was. It was Soul that was released previous to that. And I thought Soul No, was
1: like, after Soul, there were Luca.
0: Oh, there was, wasn't it? See, so you're all... You're, yeah, uh, and I ha- I'd only just seen Luca recently for the Oscars because my brother said, you've got to watch Luca. It's really, really good. And Luckily, I had Disney+. Plus, So I watched Luca, and Luca was really good. Yeah, so
1: previous to that, Luca was amazing. I thought Luca was awesome. Like, like to be fair, we were just sat down one afternoon with me mm. and Jared, and it was like... She's like, oh, I will put it on, and I like, yeah, put it on in background. I think yeah. it was just after Christmas, and I thought it's gonna gonna be one of them. It uh, have it on, not gonna yeah. pay much attention, and I will just run in. It was great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. with You just absolutely drawn in, really, really good.
0: Um, and then obviously with this, I liked uh, liked onward as well. I thought soul was okay for me. I'm one of the unpopular ones. I preferred onward to soul, but like that, I think that's because I have a brother, and it had this whole kind of. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I think thought onward would be it.
0: Yeah, I thought one was great, and then obviously before that we got uh, Coco, which I still think is probably one of the best. Um, it's probably one of the best Pixar films ever made. Coco, I think it's fucking incredible, like really, really fucking good. But uh, Lightyear, anyway, well, because we could talk about Pixar. I could talk about Pixar for days. Lightyear, I am looking forward to it. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it will be interesting to see what they do. And Pixar, they don't, they don't, they don't tend to fumble in regards to what they do. So you know, I have hope. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see the actual story of it, and see what they do with it, uh, and see what they bring into it. To be fair, but yeah, I, I see what you mean.
1: Well, there's been controversy about it already, haven't there?
0: Has there? What's what's the controversy at the moment?
1: <sighs> a certain generation of people <laughs> have been complaining because they're going to give Buzz Lightyear a gay kiss. It's like, get with the times, like. Yeah. It is what it is. It's, like, the thing
0: is, I, I do you know what I do you know what I believe now as I think that um, I think that y- people always going to get offended. So there's always going to be someone that's going to get offended of something.
1: But what gets me though the people that are complaining, say it was ret- another Toy Story film, and they had, say, for instance, Jesse nicking on with little Bo Peep. Yeah. The one because it'd be two women.
0: Yeah, I agree, with you mate. I agree. It's, it's silly. The whole thing's silly, mate. To be fair, and uh, it, it's, it's a tight. shame. It's a shame that we live in a we live in the uh, uh, a negative society. But you know, at, like, least, I'm not at least at
1: least It's a kids' film. Yeah. They're not going to think out of it.
0: Yeah, I know. It's just you know it is. Uh, well, fuck people. You know, it's just yeah. it, it, <laughs> there's no need for negativity. Just fuck fuck people, uh, and enjoy your life. Do you know what I mean? Things aren't exactly. that deep. You can enjoy your life anyway. Moving on to, away from nasty, dickhead, people's stupid opinions, we're going to talk about my next one. Starring the absolute god, the king, the one and only, uh, (laughs) the man himself... Mr. Put That Bunny bunny Back in the Box, Mr. Motherfucking Nicolas Cage's new film, The Unbearable (laughs) Weight of Massive Talent. I've gone early screening for this on Monday. I cannot fucking tell you how fucking excited I am of this film. It is the most meta, most Nicolas Cage film I could ever think of. The fact that Nicolas Cage has signed up to play... Nicolas Cage. And the funny thing is, this is what I heard the other day, they, the people that made it said, obviously they didn't think they were going to be able to get Nicolas Cage to play himself. So if they couldn't get Nicolas Cage to play himself, they were going to hire Christian Bale or Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> to wear prosthetics to make them look like Nicolas Cage and to play Nicolas Cage. Just makes me just like go absolutely mad. The fact that we've got Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage is incredible. The film already, um, has got some early, like, uh, review. Like, the early talk about it, um, is positive. Yeah. Like the, the thought of the film is just absolutely just bonkers. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is just the thought that they're making a film like this is just fucking bonkers. Like, the trailer, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is the, the most craziest, best things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but the fact that the reviews, so far have been amazing. I mean, I'm looking at the poster right now from Rotten Tomatoes and it's amazing. So we're on 32 reviews at the moment. So because a lot of people aren't allowed to release some films, some uh, movie makers and studios won't allow uh, films to be reviewed. Uh, A lot of people to release reviews straight away, basically. okay. depending on release date. So Doctor Strange is one. We'll get on Doctor Strange in a bit. Doctor Strange is one of them where um, they're not doing any early uh, reviews for anyone and they're doing loads of multiple endings as well because apparently it has more shocking bits than uh, infinity war endgame and spider-man all wound up together but we'll talk about dot strange later on but the unbearable weight of massive talent this film is Nicolas cage playing Nicolas cage uh, uh, and then he goes on to cover as a secret agent uh and the film at the moment has 32 reviews on rotten tomatoes at 100 percent bleed you know it's got Pedro Pascal in it. I mean, you don't have. You, I'm already sold of Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage, but it has got now Pedro Pascal in it as well, who I think must be the hardest working. Minus, no, I'd, I'd say he's even on par with Dwayne Johnson. I think he's the hardest acting, acting, act, uh, for highest working actor, hardest working actor in Hollywood at the moment. He's in the Mandalorian. He's doing the Last of Us. He's done just the Bubble. He did another film as well that was out recently. He did um I, I, he's in everything it's just fucking crazy like he's just like in absolutely everything and he could have literally just gone under the radar after after game of thrones but he just jumped on it i like it. it's amazing but yeah the unbearable weight of massive talent anyone that knows me and uh maybe has listened to this podcast before where i've done a um i've done Nicolas cage stuff i love nicholas cage i think he is just awesome like I love everything Nicholas Cage. It just good fun. I mean, even like uh, a couple. Of, like I had a week off during COVID, and I uh, no, I had like four days off, and I just all those four days I would just well, watch Nicholas Cage films. <laughs> I just had a Nicholas Cage marathon. It was fucking great. I got to see some mad fucking Nicholas Cage films. It was awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's I, like I
1: said to you though uh, in, last time I podcast it like I'm not a massive fan of Nicholas Cage, but I can't wait for this film.
0: I know right. I, it's just, it's great. in it like, it's so, it's very clever. I love the fact they're doing it. I love that Nicholas Cage has signed up to do it as well. Um, yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. But uh, anyway, again, I could talk about Nicholas Cage all day and I'm sure we could do a whole podcast on uh, the fucking Nicholas Cage being just absolute God. <laughs> um, I love Nicholas. And the funny thing is my dad probably listens my dad's probably listens to this and he, he really doesn't like Nicholas Cage in the slightest. And every time I ring him up, I'm like, you know, I'm seeing him on Monday new nicolas cage film where nicolas cage plays himself um <laughs> love nicolas cage great but yeah go on gary what's what's uh, what's one of your next films you're looking forward to in 2022 bullet train
1: that's on
0: my list as well it looks fucking <laughs> yes. it looks like loads of fun like it looks like <laughs> fucking tons of fun
1: fucking briefcases here briefcases there fucking everywhere Then things like, I mean, swapping like them about that
0: the trailer, the trailer sold it to me anyway, but like literally, if someone came along and was like, okay, there's a film coming out. I mean, I go to cinema anyway, I go to cinema all the time, but they're like, there's a film coming out, which I it, correct me if wrong, I think it's set somewhere in Asia.
1: Japan, it's, I think.
0: It, it's set in Japan, it's got Brad Pitt in it, it's got loads of assassins in it. Um, and everyone's fighting over this briefcase, and it's from the person that made Deadpool 2. And it's set, set all on a train where people are fighting. Um, do you want to go and see it? I'd be like, fucking, where can I buy this ticket? And when is right. it out? Like, <laughs> yeah. I fucking can't wait. Every time I'm in the cinema, I see a trailer for this film. I'm like, this just looks fucking bonkers. Like, but really fun at the same time. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. The fact, like you say, it's all just basically set on this one train. It's mm. five, five assassins and every, every single one of their objectives is the same thing you just think it's going to be a cluster like a clusterfuck and i can't wait i love it when um i love it
0: when brad pitt signs up to uh just do like films that like because i think about like back in the day brad pitt was like probably it probably was one of the biggest actors ever and he'd only really be in like massive stuff he did the odd 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 small bit there but nowadays he he does sign up to stuff that um You know, he does sign up to a lot of like, just random stuff and I love it, like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, so this guy made, um, he was an uncredited, um, he was an uncredited uh, director for John Wick. Uh, He also did Atomic Blonde, where when I first saw Atomic Blonde, I didn't like it. And I'm yet to go back to it. And I talked to loads of people that said, no, it's amazing, you need to go back to it. So I'm gonna need to go back to it. Um, And then he also did apparently a Celine Dion uh, music video. (laughs) That must be for Deadpool 2. Yes, for Gotta Deadpool be, 2. He did a Deadpool, a a, a a Celine Dion music video with Deadpool in it. That just sounds fucking bonkers. Uh, and then he also did uh, the new the Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, which is probably the best thing. I mean, I, I fucking hate Fast and Furious. So for me, I think it's the best thing that Fast and Furious has released in years because it's just absolutely just fun. But I mean, I hate Fast and Furious. That's another level mm. of, of like, hate. I fucking hate that shit.
1: And we're on that one, but jumping through fucking air and shit. Anyway. But there's a fact here, and it says I'll probably butcher his name, but the director, David Leach. I think that's him yes. and Brad Pitt have worked together. Like they've got a long working relationship before they did bullet train. Okay. And David Leach used to like he worked as Brad Pitt's stunt double in Fight yeah. Club, Oceans Eleven, Troy, and Mr. and yeah, Mrs. That's Smith.
0: Crazy. So that that's 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 good in itself, then I suppose. Mm. Good, good working relationship.
1: Yeah, like you say, they're going to have that chemistry automatically. So that goes a long way with films just getting on.
0: Yeah, no, I agree completely. I mean, that's on, that's on my list as well. So um, I'm glad you brought. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I think I think I think it'll be a good bit of fun, and it'll be exactly what we discussed. It's a, a time in the cinema where you can relax, turn your brain off, have some popcorn, and just chill out. It looks a lot, bit a lot of fun. So I definitely recommend people checking that out. Look at the trailer because I think that will be a good bit of fun. To be fair, um I'm going to save my next one for when you bring it up because I know you bring it up further down the line. and I'm going to talk about um, Top Gun Two. Uh, which is Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I love Top Gun. The first Top Gun's great. Um, and what I'm really hoping they don't do with this is, do you know when they were like, when it's been so long since the first one came out? So to give you a bit more uh, uh, clarification on this, uh, the first Top Gun uh, came out back in um, 1986. Uh, and then this new Top Gun is now coming out in 2022. All right. So it's a a big time, a big time in between them, but um, I'm really looking forward to Top Gun. I think it's really good. I think Tom Cruise is just, it it is good in it. Like, I am just, I'm generally looking forward to this film. I think it's going to be really, really good. Uh, And I'm I'm hoping for, uh, I am hoping for uh big things from it. I'm hoping it lives up to the original, but it also makes a name um for it for itself, really. I mean, um yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. I just I am looking forward to it to be fair. Are you a fan of Top Gun at
1: all or I've not seen it if I'm honest.
0: Have you not? Oh we've got to no. do uh we've got to do like an 80s night where I gotta show you some 80s films, one of them being Top Gun. But yeah, one of my other ones Top Gun Top Gun 2. Don't really talk about it too much to be fair because um everyone knows most people know what even if you haven't seen it what top gun is but yeah top Gun 2 is coming out so uh realistically we're supposed to get two tom crew tom we're supposed to get two tom cruise films this year or possibly you know three tom tom cruise films if the rumors are true about him being a doctor strange um but um what was I going to say? But yeah, we're not getting two because uh, Mission Impossible, was, Mission Mission Impossible, has been pushed back. I think it's now one of the most expensive films ever made because it's been pushed back so much because of COVID, and they're filming what uh, the this one and the one afterwards together. But uh, yeah, only one Tom Cruise film this year, and that's Top Gun. What is your next film, Gary?
1: My next one is a Netflix film.
0: Oh, gone. Choose or die. Choose or Die. I've heard of that. Isn't that coming out this weekend?
1: It's tomorrow. Comes out.
0: This is the one with um,
1: Asa Butterfield and Asa Butterfield, Robert yeah. England.
0: Yeah, Robert England. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I don't know anything about it. What? What? Um, do you know anything about the storyline? Sum it up for me, or
1: if I'm being honest, I only noticed about it earlier on today. Hey. Um, but apparently, it's just like based on. I think it's like a Jumanji, Jumanji-esque kind of thing. Like, it just says after firing up a lost 80s survival horror game, a young oh. coder unleashes a hidden curse that tears reality apart. Oh, so, so, it's, it's like make a... terrifying decisions. So, I think you have to choose, like, your path through it. Oh, okay. I think... Interesting. Don't hold me to that one, but... Yeah. I think it could be one of them. The fact that it says Robert England is playing himself
0: in this actually sounds quite interesting. Um, I'll I'll, I'll give that a watch. Yeah, that's something to watch this weekend. Uh, I mean, it sounds like your weekend is going to be really busy catching up with all the films, mate, to be honest. I'll do (laughs) it. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll keep an eye on that. That looks looks interesting. So that's uh, Choose or Die that comes out uh, this
1: weekend, this tomorrow on Netflix. Yeah, because, like, as I say, growing up, one of the first horror films I ever watched was when I were about seven year old, six seven year old, mm. if not a little bit younger, and it was Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yeah. So obviously from then, Robert England's been one of my favourite, if not my favourite horror actor. Yeah. So as soon as I saw his name on it, it was just a big pull anyway. Yeah, no, I I love
0: Robert England. He's he's awesome, absolutely fucking cool ass guy, mate. Yeah, that, that's a good choice, mate. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that for myself, actually. Um I'm gonna jump onto one of the big ones next, uh, so we can speed through these a little bit. So this film is quite interesting. We will talk about this quite a bit because this film is still yet to get a trailer, still yet to get a poster. The only thing I've seen of it is like leaked uh figures, like toys of, of the, the film itself. Uh this is the this is this is holds the record now for uh uh the film release date and the trailer release date in regards to how far like in fact there's no trailer and the film comes out soon basically and yeah. this is Thor love and thunder now Mm-hmm. The director, Take, uh, Takawakiti, I can't even pronounce his name, butchering his name, but let's you know who I'm talking about. One of my yeah. favourite directors ever. He's made Boy, which is incredible. Made What We Do in the Shadows, which is incredible. Did um Hunt for the Wilder People, which is incredible. Then he's gone on to – and then obviously made Jojo Rabbit as well, which is also incredible. Then he's gone on to Marvel and made Thor, Love, uh, Thor Ragnarok, which, in my honest opinion, is one of the best MCU films ever made. Fucking incredible film, really funny, really good. This Love and Thunder has such a strong potential. Uh and such it such it has big shoes to fill, even though it's his own shoes. Does that make sense? Because having to live up to I mean, I don't know what you thought about Love and Thunder and not um Ragnarok, but I thought it was incredible.
1: I've not seen Ragnarok.
0: Have you not? No. Ragnarok is incredible, mate. Honestly, fucking mad incredible. Like Really good. Your humor's right up your street as well, though. Yeah. yeah. Is Thor on Thor on your list at all? Or
1: it was on the list, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Should be interesting, uh, especially that we've got no trailer. Um, but I feel this may be because we are opening up the multiverse now. So,
1: well, yeah, there is that in there. Maybe that's the
0: case. Maybe they are asked, massive things going to be happening in that film. And then it leads on to it. Um, what about yourself? You've got. Uh, another film?
1: Uh, another couple, but... I've got one smaller... Well, I say small. It's God. a smaller film compared to the rest, and it's The Man from Toronto.
0: The Man from Toronto?
1: It's Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. Uh, one of them's an assassin, and the other's like a massive screw-up. Yep. And they get mistaken for each other at an Airbnb <laughs> rental. <they? laughs> okay. Um, And I think from what I've gathered, like, obviously, I think, Woody Harrelson, and Kevin Hart, comedians, and, so I think, straight away, you're onto to a winner there anyway. Yeah.
0: It's got uh, Kaylee, um,
1: uh, I don't even, Penny, quote, quote or whatever.
0: <laughs> Penny, uh, Penny, for anyone that doesn't know names, Penny from Big Bang Theory, is also in it as well. Um, yeah, it's got a, got a, got a quite a big cast to it, that, I haven't heard of this film, to be fair. You've actually uh, uh, shocked me on this. Oh, he's the guy. it's the same guy that made The Hitman's Bodyguard.
1: All right, I've not seen that.
0: That's interesting. Um,
1: But I think for me, Woody Harrelson is, to me, is your Nick Cage. Is
0: he? Okay. Love him and everything, yeah? Yeah. So basically what you're saying is we need a film, and there may be a film already out there, I just don't know. We need a film with Woody Harrelson and Nick Cage in it, yeah?
1: Have a look, see if there is one.
0: <laughs> I've not heard of that actually, to be fair. So I'll keep an eye out for that. I, I enjoy Woody Harrison quite a bit. Um quite an interesting uh, uh guy. Um what what, there what? is one.
1: there is one, what is it? I can't think. It's nineteen ninety eight called Welcome to Hollywood, and it just says the play in themselves. So I don't know if it's like a documentary or not.
0: It must be a documentary uh yeah it looks like a documentary yeah it is yeah uh, i think oh it's a mockumentary film right. um so I'm, I'm gonna say a couple together because uh, uh I get, we'll get on to the the, the yep. next and final part so some of the other ones i'm really looking forward to i'm looking forward to jurassic world uh the, the third yep. one i mean i've really enjoyed the first one thought the second one was a bit meh this one looks quite good i like the fact i mean to be fair i just like the fact they're bringing back sam neil and uh jeff uh, jeff goldblum as well love that um i'm looking forward to elvis as well i think yes. elvis will be really good uh, i think the casting is perfect they've gone for someone that he's not been in a lot he was in once once upon a time in hollywood uh in a, in a smallish role but uh looking forward to that uh and then i'm also looking forward to spider-man across the spider-verse
1: part one um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Have you seen the Spider Verse film at all? Honestly, when I went to go watch it, I th- yeah. like well, when it got released, I thought, yeah, and it's one of my favorite Spider Man films. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Like, yeah,
0: it's, and again, this is from the same people that made Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street. Um, you know, the Mitchells versus the Machines, uh, Cloudy of a Chance of Meatballs. These guys are just their animation is just fucking perfect. They are just, uh, yeah, the first one's great. Really looking forward to this one. Love how they've said it. already said this is part one, which is awesome. And they're bringing Oscar Isaacs into it as well, and I love Oscar Isaacs. He's just another man that's just working hard constantly. Um, Have you got any more at all before we jump onto the big one that I think we're both really looking forward to?
1: Uh, A couple of, let's say, honourable mentions on my list is Hocus Pocus 2.
0: I've not even seen the first one mate.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I didn't see the first one until last year.
0: I'm a massive I'm a massive movie buff mate and I've not seen the first one like everyone was like, "Oh, have you not seen it yet?" So I might need, I might need to watch it next Halloween before people fucking kill me to be fair. <laughs>
1: um Halloween ends. Like a I franchise may- that's been kicked at fucking curb.
0: I was really hoping that uh I was really wanting to put Halloween ends on my list, but I really fucking hated the second one. Yeah. It was just like do you know what bit, uh, there's many bits beforehand that turned it for me. But do you know the most stupidest bit is where the woman is fucking shooting him with a fucking magnum, And magnum, is that how you say it? Mag- magnum. 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 And then he kicks the door. He kicks the door. Does he kick the door? Does he, kick, he, like he He kicks the door and the gun flings back and she blows her own fucking head off. I knew what I was getting into then. Uh, it,
1: or that's the- evil ends tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's like it's a franchise that's been kicked at fucking curb, stamped on and shit on, but I, I do. The first one, though, mate, the first one, the remake, the the first
0: one that they did back in, I think it was like 2018, 2017, the, that was really fucking good, mate. That was so yeah. good. I'm looking at it now. I've gotten on Blu-ray. That's how much I enjoyed it. I have bought the <laughs> fucking film. And then this one that we got was just like, it felt like it was a, a film that's trying to connect to the first one and whatever they're going to do in the third one um and that ending is just fucking stupid as shit mate they fucking shot that i don't care about all these other films where he doesn't die when they they shot that motherfucker fucking million times they stabbed him they beat him all this shit and then he gets up and he's just like what are they trying to go for now man? what <laughs> oh, fuck me mate i mean recently i i i i did i i, I obviously I, i'm pretty sure you, yeah you saw probably what i was doing So to give everyone that's listening an idea, Halloween just gone. I was like every day I'm going to watch a a horror film for October. And so I decided to go through all the Halloween films and some of them are fucking stupid enough. But uh, I thought we'd gone past that point where, you know, we're on the fifth, we're on the fifth screen film. And that was fucking amazing. But yet we're on like a really far along the way of uh, Halloween and, we got a first one which was awesome, and a second one was fucking garbage. Uh, so I really wanted to put that on my list, but I don't know. Like, I'm still going to go and watch it, but it was fucking bad. The second one was bad. Like,
1: oh, yeah, it well, was. It's one of them, whenever they're releasing films, I'll just watch them. Psych per- yeah. sorry, with last couple that. I'll yeah. still watch
0: them all. Best thing, I'm, I'm watching it because I'm like, I really hope they end it well. So, like, like I said, the first one's really, the first one of the remake is really fucking good. Uh, but I don't know what they wanted. To, I don't know what they'll do in the second one. Um, was it Little John? Is it Big John? Well, and I. John. <laughs> Big John, and Little John. For anyone that knows what we're talking about, to see in the film, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but you'll know what we're talking about if you ever watch the film. There's two characters in it. One's called Little John. The other one's called Big John. And it is the fucking craziest, stupidest, just absolute, like... It's so funny, though, because everyone's... like, When I went to see everyone's bursting in laughter in the cinema, I'm like, it's just crazy, but yeah. It's worth watching about, just for that, isn't it? Yeah, just <laughs> for that. It's just absolutely crazy. So, uh, have you got any more kind of little hidden ones before we jump onto the big main one? Uh,
1: Sesame Street.
0: Sesame Street.
1: Uh, they're doing a live-action Pinocchio.
0: We're talking about Sesame Street. Sesame Street.
1: Sesame Street, Sesame Street, yeah. Big Bird and all others that get expelled from the neighbourhood and end up in Manhattan.
0: Are you fucking, <laughs> are you, you wanted me up?
1: No, mate, honestly. This is actually on
0: your list? Yeah. Why the fuck have you got Sesame Street on your list?
1: <laughs> what are you doing? What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> You're fucking with me, aren't you? Honestly,
1: mate, no. What? But it's... The, the cast is Anne Hathaway, Bo Burnham, and Chance the Rapper.
0: <laughs> You're gonna look like the nonciest person in that screen if you go on your own.
1: Oh mate, I'm not going to watch it in cinema. Fucking hell.
0: <laughs> I really I want I I would want you to, to go and see it in the cinema on your own as well. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that's on your list.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay,
0: what else is on your list?
1: <laughs> Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. And then the last one that I've got on there is probably one that you well you might have on there is Black Panther Wakanda Forever.
0: Yeah, so I was going to put that on there, but I'm not too sure if it's coming out this year or not because it keeps having been pushed back because of obviously injuries and stuff.
1: I didn't know it would risk a pushing back.
0: Yeah, I, it's a bit of a here and there at the moment. I'm not too sure what's happening with it. I just can't go with fucking Sesame Street. <laughs> the fuck man. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the final one then. And I'm sure we've got both on our list. Um Dr Strange. The doctor. The doctor. Yeah. Uh, um I I I'm I'm one of the people that really enjoyed the first one. I know quite a few, I know a few people that didn't like the first one. My like, brother's not a massive fan of the first one. Uh first Doctor Strange. I do enjoy it. I think realistically everyone's looking forward to it because this is like this is the time where it, it looks like they may open up the multiverse. So this is the case of we're getting it. We know we could get X-Men, you know, Fantastic Four, uh, Deadpool. You know, there's a lot of fucking potential here in regards to what could possibly happen in. But not even just that, the film looks fucking awesome. Yeah. And one of the things that – it's not even just down to Doctor Strange. One of the things I think looks so awesome about it, and, and they keep releasing stills of this character – in regards to when she's in battle. Fucking Elizabeth Olsen is so fucking good as Scarlet Witch. I Really it, think she's uh, awesome. Are you not a fan or?
1: No, like you say, um, I think this, it's more than just fucking Robert, I uh, think, Doctor Strange being yeah. the main one. I think there's yeah. a, a lot of different elements of it, which people are going to be like, well, you know what? It can take a bit of a sidestep for this bit and it's still going to be intense.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. I think it's going to be mad. Like, obviously in the trailer, if anyone's not seen the trailer yet, we are going to talk about a little bit about spoilers in the trailer. So if you don't want to hear anything, you've been keeping completely quiet about Doctor Strange, then, you know, that's fine. But obviously in the trailer, we've had, um, what have you sent me? You sent me something. (laughs) For fuck's sake, you sent me a buddy Sesame Street. With Chance the Rapper. With Chance the Rapper. Anyway, in the trailer, obviously, we've heard um, Patrick Stewart's voice. And on IMDb at the moment, he is down on Doctor Strange's cast list as Professor X. So that's going to happen no matter what. Um, do you know what? I love that bit in the trailer. It did make me go, what the fuck? That was like crazy. But I wish I'd save it for the film, me.
1: Yeah, I it a bit of a big yeah. shock.
0: But. Have they done
1: that because the film is going to have so much of that in it? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You'd you never know what to expect with Marvel now. Like, if I'm being honest, I'd never expected uh, Tobey Maguire to come back as a Spider-Man ever no. again. No.
0: no, I agree with you there. It was yeah, that was a nice, pleasant surprise. Obviously, everyone felt, felt sort of felt like they knew it was going to happen, but then as it was getting closer into the film, I was like, "This yes, ain't going to happen." Um, obviously, there's rumors that we're going to get a superior Iron Man played by Tom Cruise. No, I've not heard that one. Have you not heard that one? Yeah, there's a no. obviously there's a character called Superior in a different universe called Superior Iron Man. So, rumors that Tom Cruise is going to play that. There's a rumor that they're either going to cast John Kaczynski as Mr. Fantastic and he's going to be in it, or they're going to, um, or they're going to bring back the guy that played, uh, and I can't pronounce his name, the guy that played Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four films. Um, there's a rumour that Tobey Maguire is going to be in it as Spider-Man, possibly Andrew Garfield as well. There's a rumour that the X-Men are going to be in it. There's a rumour that uh, Deadpool is going to be in it. You know, we're obviously getting the Zombie rumor, Strange as well, which is uh, awesome.
1: Have you heard the rumour of Simu Lu, I think it is, coming in as Shang-Chi? Yep. I've, that one and Emma Watson rumored to come in as Claire. Claire.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this film like, it's a bit, you know, it's a part of it's a bit worrying the fact it's only two hours and like six minutes. Yeah. It's a bit worrying that like, are we going to get enough in? Uh, it's that, That's worrying in itself, to be fair. Uh, but I, I, I'm, i I mean, I've put my tickets for opening day. I'm off that day. I'm going at 10am in the morning. I think me and Jade are going to go to a cinema in spin and just be like, yeah, fuck it. Oh, yeah, on your honeymoon. It's not I a honey. <laughs> it's not honey. Oh, man, can, you get, can you imagine if you get there and it's like, uh, um, pasa? <laughs> it's just all in Spanish. I can't speak Spanish. I was
1: going to say,
0: yeah. <laughs> and like, you're just like, great, awesome. It's all in Spanish. Right.
1: Um, I'll tell you what I have read though. Apparently, Wesley Snipes might be coming back as Blade.
0: Yeah, it's like a variant. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. I am really looking forward to the film. I I know you are as well. I think it's going to be really interesting. And obviously for anyone that's listening, when it does come out, we are going to be doing a massive podcast. I mean, I will do a initial one when we'll see Gary will be away on his, uh, on his stag do Uh, not stag do (laughs) on his, uh, that'd be a bit awkward, wouldn't it? No, Uh, (laughs) he'll be away on his honeymoon. Um, for this so i'll be doing a little bit of a thing with a few other people on that day and then when gary comes back we're doing a massive podcast massive spoiler podcast on dr strange when it does come out so um oh yeah it's gonna be uh gonna be big it's gonna be interesting gary's got a face on at the moment you won't be able to see this obviously because a podcast well, what's up gary what have you seen
1: i'm just looking at like confirmed characters <laughs> that are gonna be in the film yeah who the fuck right gone is oh, it gone now I've, I've yeah who the fuck's howard the duck
0: you know how the duck's one of the very first marvel films ever to be released fair <laughs> i'll tell you what i'll show you who how the duck is um so for anyone that doesn't know who's listening to the podcast um feel free to search how the duck they made a film of how the duck uh and uh, maybe me and... I've never seen it before. Maybe me and Gary will watch it one day and we'll do a podcast <laughs> on Howard the Duck. But that's that's Howard the Duck there. He also has a cameo in
1: Guardians of the Oh, Garden. shit. Yeah. I have seen Howard the Duck then.
0: I think there's like duck boobs and all sorts of stuff in that film. It's supposed to be absolutely fucking mad. On, um, let's have a look at what the old rating of Howard the Duck is on Rotten Tomato. Howard the Duck... How the Duck on Rotten Tomato is i accidentally put how the fuck instead
1: i mean that's a completely different thing
0: yeah uh, it's 14 on rotten tomato at the moment jesus uh so we'll watch that one day i think that'll be quite fun uh good old how the duck but yeah how the duck uh interesting film but yeah doctor strange it's gonna be sick i'm looking forward to it um yeah. it's gonna be fucking awesome um I can't. think I don't really have anything more, mate. In regards to twenty twenty two, we'll just we'll have to play it by here and uh, and see what comes. I suppose, won't we? Oh, definitely. So, what what what, what we'll sort of start ending with, guys. Uh, everyone who's listening is. Um, you know what's to kind of come, really. So obviously, I did have a bit of a break for a while in regards to had a bit of a break for myself a little bit, just, kind of, you know, having having some me time for a little bit. Now I'm back. I'm ready to do this. Really excited for uh, you know what's to come for us. Uh, You know, there's a lot to come in regards to this podcast and this channel in general. Uh, We will be talking everything film, a little bit of TV. We may talk a little bit about game stuff in there as well, but mainly movies. One of the things that I've, well, I think we've discussed already is we will be doing like single podcasts where we do deep dive into classic movies. So we'll be choosing like sometimes we'll be, it'll be like once, once, maybe a month, once every two months, you know, once in a while we'll be choosing a classic movie. Me and Gary will both watch a classic movie and then we'll do an hour to an hour, half long podcast, deep dive in the movie in regards to what we thought about the film and stuff like that. So it'll be good. So with this. You can always watch along with us as well. We'll let you know what we're watching and when we're watching it. And then obviously you could watch it as well along with us and then obviously listen to the podcast the next day. So we'll be talking about that. Obviously there's more reviews coming up. Like I've already said to yourself, I've seen The Lost City. So we will be talking about that when Gary's seen it as well himself. We will be talking everything Nicholas Cage as well when uh, Nicholas Cage film comes out and Northman as well. And we may have a little bit of conversation about operas, operations, operations, mince, mince, meat, If we both get around to seeing it, um, it's a bit of a hard one that because there's so much out at the moment. Um, one of the other things that, uh, 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 we may get onto as well in regards to the classic movies we may get onto certain times in regards to the classic movies so we may look into a little bit about the noughties so that's like zero like 2000 to 2009 there's so many good movies there we might deep dive into some of those movies and have a bit of a conversation There'll be a lot of reviews a lot of talks and we may even try to be, bring back some uh, movie debates as well with some people at some point which should be uh quite fun um but yeah i mean gary i mean you know anything that you kind of have to add in regards to what's to kind of come and what to be expected
1: no like you say i think you've covered it well there but like do want to do a few of them debates because mm-hmm. they are the good fun then Um talk a little bit about tv because i don't know about you but i can't wait for stranger things yeah I, i've stayed away from the the trailer just gone recently because i kind of want i want to go in there fresh a little bit yeah, I'm saving. Them. I think before it comes, I'm going to rewatch the first three seasons. Yeah, I'm going to try and get around to that as well. Refresh uh, it, but I'm really looking forward to yeah. that. So, if you're obviously, if you like it, that's something I would like to do. 100%. Discuss we'll with well.
0: we'll, we'll, we'll uh, Sassan's Everything Stranger Things when that comes out as well, because obviously that'll only be part one, and then part two will come out later in the year. Uh, yeah. I'll be talking a little bit about I'm going to try and find people that are on the same level as me that are, uh, as well that are watching The Walking Dead, because I don't think you watch The Walking Dead, do you, Gary?
1: No, I stopped at season three, but aren't Mm. they doing
0: a film as well? There's rumours for ages, but I don't think they are going to, I don't know what they're going to do anymore, mate. But the final part of the final series comes out, I think in August time. So when that finally finishes and airs, I'll be wrapping up The Walking Dead with everyone in regards to my final thoughts, in regards to how they wrapped up the series, how the whole series went as a whole, and, and just giving my general thoughts, really, uh, in regards to being uh, with The Walking Dead since day one of it airing, all the way up until the final day, which is uh, a lot of hours of TV watched and a lot of um, mixed feelings about some episodes and some uh, you know amazing feelings about, it. so like I said mixed feelings, um, and we'll t- be talking about all kind of uh, yeah stuff, really. Um, but yeah, no, that's 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 about it really. I can't think of anything else that uh we'll really be talking about to be fair. It should be a lot of movie stuff, a lot of TV stuff. Uh, and then obviously like the movie uh movie debates as well, I think, which always be a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you say, you get a couple of people Yeah. a few scenarios here and there and let the violence commence. Yeah,
0: let the let the battle <laughs> let the battle commence, but um I'm very happy that, um, you know, to be back here. I'm really happy to have Gary Gary as uh, uh, my, uh, my host as well, joining me doing this, uh, go along this journey with you. I'm happy uh, and I'm hoping that you guys are continuing to listen and you are enjoying it um you know and if you you know if you ever want to be on the movie debates feel free to uh sing us a message and uh, you know you're all more than welcome but uh, we will depart today by saying thank you very much for listening i uh, hope everyone has a good evening good morning good afternoon whatever kind of time of day it is uh, thanks gary for joining me again and thank you for encouraging me to come back and do my podcast again it's uh definitely feels like i'm uh doing doing something that i'm enjoying again no oh, thanks for letting me join you no, uh, mate, it's 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 our thing now. You know what I mean? It's it's great. I'm loving it, mate. To be fair, but um, yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. It's been it's been an awesome kind of time, and uh, uh, catch you on the next episode. Thank you very much, guys.
1: Totally.